to no, me. No, you were desperate. And you were like, don't. Because we're you're trying like, to watch a basketball game. Yeah, that and that was true. She knows the rule. Shut up and watch us and let she us was watch like basketball. So cordial. No, she wasn't. Very polite. Reggie was. This is a big moment. No, okay, well it's it is, moment. but it isn't right now because it's like when my dad hugged me for the first time. You know? it's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't get my a... first hug from my dad until '98 after Stockton hit the three to send us to the finals. Wow, that was the first time. I'm serious too. Okay, no, hold we on. had a weird hug. It w- about oh a week yeah, ago or okay, so. that that's that was really not, weird. Yeah, that's your fault too. You got to warn me if you're gonna hug me. You can't just like put your arm around no, me. No, it's like, like one of those bro hey, like handshake son, things. Then you like way come to in go. Side. You want to go have a game of catch now? Side hug. I'm like, okay. No, that was your fault. You, no, I stuck my hand out to shake your hand, and then you pulled me in for like a sidearm hug, and I'm like, what the heck is this, man? Get this. This is COVID issues, dude. We can't do that. Why? Because it was a Chinese restaurant? I thought it was going to, I thought you were actually everything. Trying to discriminate against the Chinese fortune. Don't you freaking dare do that right now. Don't you freaking dare. Okay, well then, that, (laughs) that overlays my issue today. I was. Cody, so today I have a tradition that I like to go to Shania's desk. She's one of the secretaries. She does a wonderful job. Of Don't course. call her that. Shania or secretary? Secretary. Why? She's not a secretary. Well, what is she? She's a business manager. She is? Really? Okay, well, I went to our business man. I, I usually right. do. It's a tradition. I didn't know that. And, I, didn't, and what, I knew we didn't have secretaries things? here, so I just thought that I assumed business manager. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You didn't even know. <laughs> so stop it. You didn't even know. I know this place Anyways, inside Anyways, I go to her desk as a tradition every day, and I like to open up the stapler and shoot staples out. I shoot three out. I don't shoot any more. At anyone in particular? Or just, no, 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 no. Oh, I just okay. bam, bam, bam. That sounds horrible. What I do is I shoot the stapler of three staples out, and they usually land on the ground. Okay. And I thought that Eric was upset about that. Yes. But I thought, but I, so I thought that he was going to air that out today live on air. Luckily, we're not. Yeah, that would be terrible if someone were to bring that up on air. Yeah, well, I mean, look, it's a tradition. And, and you know, it, it gives You're me firing chance. off, like, pointy things at, at other people. It's not that, okay, the table's coming out less than a mile per hour. I found one like embedded in the carpet, right? Okay, by that my wasn't desk. me. That wasn't me. Like, I never went over there and, and intentionally fired the stapler at your area. What if I was walking around barefoot? Well, you're a stupid for doing so. <laughs> B, that's COVID illegal, and C, <laughs> you deserve to step on a staple if you're doing that. COVID illegal. COVID illegal. You know, so many of us walk around the office <laughs> here in bare feet. Yeah, uh, you're coming back from like Jamaica or whatever from your one of your grand trips that you get once per month. Coming out in short shorts, flowery shirt, barefoot, sunglasses for no reason on a cloudy day. (laughs) Cody, what's on the list today? (laughs) What? Well, now that we got the most important stuff out of the way, like I'm glad. (laughs) Today we're gonna recap uh, the Jazz laying an egg to the Timberwolves. I'm sure we'll have a good time with that one. Oh man, I've got some. Yeah, speaking of venting and laundry to air out. Watch this. Yeah, we're also going to be covering some spring sports update in Region 11, how the local teams have been doing. Uh, NBA du- update overall, and our the people have waited for our, this pick six result for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Give it it's one of the most trivial pick six we ever had. Because it's going to come down to one thing. It's Well, I mean, if Cody's in, then it's, it's going to come down to more than one thing. It's going to find out how smart Cody is compared to us. Look, you always Hold told on, let me, me let I me should fix follow. It really quick. <laughs> Eric, you've always told me I should follow your footsteps. And I have. so I, yeah. I have. Yeah, 
Wait, are those those barefoot? Yes, steps? those barefoot with staples inside of them. Okay. And so I did. Just follow the trail of blood. I decided I did. The trail of blood. So dramatic. And so I did. And uh, and uh, I I feel like if we lose, it's it's you owe him. I don't owe him anything because I followed you. You know, I trusted you with my pick six life on the line. Wow. So you owe him this time. Wait, plus, were you? F- and were plus, there, I already gave him. Were two sets of footprints And in plus, the sand? I already gave him. <laughs> you carried me for the. <laughs> and I, it was. And I've already gave him salt and vinegar chips. So he's already paid up. I've already paid up to him for this week. If we lose. <laughs> it was a prepayment? <laughs> yes. It's prepaid. <laughs> Down payment. Hey, uh, I, okay. Before we get on to the jazz stuff. Um. Uh, by the way, our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Open to you all. 435-339-0321 to text into our show. Love to have you participating here on the show. Eric France, I'm Ozzie and Cody Olson here running the board for us. What do we got? Oh no! Is that Leon? I'm just trying to make sense of what the Leon Rose is, dude. That's usually oh, a texting to. That us is today. a tradition. Cody, can you do it? Can you translate? Uh, well, uh, no, maybe no. <laughs> this is some advanced slang. <laughs> Not even I can help. <laughs> yeah. Leon, try again. Yeah, sorry, I can't make that out. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you. Okay. So the Packers GM comes out today and says, Aaron Rodgers is our guy for the foreseeable future. Okay. Which then delays the, the oh. start of Jordan Love. Probably, probably a lot longer than Jordan thought it would. Um, do you at some point, either as a GM or as Jordan say, you know, maybe we ought to part ways. Because I don't. Because Eric, a quarterback's life in football is extremely short, unless you're Tom Brady and you eat avocado ice cream. But it's extremely short. Do you think that Jordan Love or the GM should think about maybe let's move on, give this rookie somewhere else to go play where he's going to get opportunities? Denver would be a great place. Denver would be a phenomenal place. How patient are you with this? Well. I- I don't know that I read into the, the the same things that you guys are reading into this. Look, they drafted Jordan Love a year ago because Aaron Rodgers was being a bit of a prima donna. Okay. And they needed to get him refocused <clears throat> and redialed in because they didn't know if he was going to turn turn his back on him and go somewhere else. And he turned around and had a great year list last year. Was he being a prima donna, or did he have a reason to gripe because they haven't drafted a skill set player since 2005? Well, he does have reason to gripe about that, but the program or that franchise has also proven that they can develop skill set talent around him. And so, well, they may not make it a priority to go get a wide receiver as their top overall pick. Which they should have. They've made a habit of getting other solid players around him. Like, look, this is a debate that we've heard, and it's coming up again. If you're a good quarterback, who do you want your franchise to focus on in the draft? Or even in free agency? A a really solid offensive line that's going to protect you and give you more time in the pocket? 
or a dynamic wide receiver. And more often than not, the quarterback in the franchise would rather do a solid offensive line because if you have more time, you'll find a wide receiver who's open. If your quarterback's on his back or running for his life, it doesn't matter how great your wide receiver is. So here's the problem. Get, though. get him some protection. Here's the problem, though. Last year, uh, I believe it was, yeah, it was Aaron Jones. Okay, last year had 201 catches for 1,104 yards. He was the only receiver over 1,000. The next closest receiver was 600 yards less than him at 505. The great thing about having receivers is that you can develop, like, you're not looking at one guy the whole entire time. You're able to go to somebody else. Or, I mean, there's other key weapons. Aaron Rodgers is good enough to be mobile that he can get around and make quick decisions. But you got to give him guys to throw to. And, and, and last year was one of the deepest drafts for wide receivers in the last 20 years. Not the most, but one of the most. Sure. Yeah. And they go and get a backup quarterback that they traded up till late in the first round. And I love Jordan Love. I really do. But it was a very just curious decision. When you have a guy like this, a quarterback this good, and you go and decide to get his predecessor. Uh, like I said, I think it's uh, it's as much about playing mental games with Aaron Rodgers to get him focused so he's not distracted. And whether it's we need him to play with a chip on his shoulder and have salt and vinegar in his veins, then to give us the best chance of winning, this is the move we need to make. Now, I don't you can agree or disagree with the efficacy of that argument. But I think that was what they were trying to do. One, to get him refocused and get him like, okay, I my job is potentially on the line. I can't gripe or I'm gonna go somewhere else. And two, the organization itself, they're not sure about his long term. They weren't sure. Great. Last if, year, they didn't know how long he'd be there. Okay, if Greenman doesn't want you, then I so mean, they needed get to find somebody to uh, grow under him. Okay, but you use look. A, it's the same but thing you with Brett Favre. No, but you use a first round pick on his backup quarterback. Use that first round pick on the Jeffries kid from LSU, the uh, the Clemson guy. Like use the first round pick on somebody who's going to be a viable like receiver who's going to help Aaron Rodgers be great. And then save Jordan Love for that second round. You said it was a deep wide receiver pool. Yes. It wasn't a deep quarterback pool. No, it was not. So you had to move up to get a quarterback because you knew there'd be other wide receivers available to you. Yeah, but Jordan Love was going to be available in the second round. Green Bay never never drafted a wide receiver in that draft either way. That's true. Yeah, and, and that's the crazy part. Is is it's it's not playing mind games. It's disrespecting your own quarterback who has got you a Super Bowl already. Now he's got you only one. Sure, yes, I get it. But still, he's got you a Super Bowl. But we're not. I mean, that good of a that deep of a wide receiver pool, and you don't get a receiver. Not only do you not get a receiver, but you use a, you use a first round pick on a backup quarterback who would have been available in the second round. Okay, so that happened a year ago. Yeah. Now fast forward to. Today, okay. they're saying he's our guy. We want him to be here as long as he can be here. Okay, and and you think that signals that Jordan Love is on the move right away? That uh, you, you jump to that conclusion right away? Yeah. Well, what's their backup situation going to look like? 
Go go trade. Look, you don't think they need, still need him in the quarterback room? You can find another quarterback, a veteran backup quarterback, because if they're going to stick with Aaron Rodgers, you can't leave this rookie quarterback to drive for 40, like, I mean, not 40, <laughs> three to four years. But he's not a quarterback like a Fields or a Lawrence who competed at a high level in a very highly competitive conference who competed for national championships. Yeah. So he has to take some time to develop into an NFL-type quarterback. Yeah, that makes sense. That, so that Jordan makes, Love that makes never going to come into a system and be a starter last year. Yeah, but you're going to make him sit three to four years to be that guy? But if it's, if it's still like a, a, a long chance of him playing any minutes after this next season... Which it is. Which it could be. Then maybe they... Then Jordan Love's thinking, look, I, I want to get a shot at doing more than just yeah. Riding the bench. So find me another spot. Give me an opportunity. That makes sense. But he's only had one That's year to develop. And, 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 and I'm not pinning it on. Yeah, no, and I'm with you. And I'm not pinning it on, um, on Jordan Love at all. Like he had, he didn't get an OTA. He didn't get a spring. He didn't get a fall. And all of a sudden, he's yeah, right that's in there. That's a great point too. And, and so yeah, I I would actually that's a great point that you had brought up. That he hasn't had that experience to be able to grow and develop. Now maybe this upcoming spring, OTA fall, he will get those chances. Um, he'll get some reps, especially during preseason. So maybe that helps a little bit. But uh, man, I just uh, hearing that guy's. And by the way, did you? And speaking of GMs opening their mouth, did you hear about Kyle Shanahan's comments? I know he's the head coach of the Niners. Said because someone asked him about, you know, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the roster coming up? And he says, I can't guarantee you that any certain person will be alive on Sunday. So I can't <laughs> guarantee you that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on this roster. It goes the same for them. And I'm like, wait, did you just guarantee, like, did you just, like, compare death to a human being to <laughs> someone who's going to be on your roster yeah, for the NFL a, season? cop out. Like, Kyle, come on, man. You know better than that. We all know what the 49ers are doing. Like, Yeah, now that's, by the way, that's a mess of a situation. That's a mess. And if they decide to go after Mac Jones instead of Justin Fields, pitchforks and fire sticks are going to be at that GM's front door Thursday night. Without a doubt. On our Guild Mortgage text line, uh, 6328 weighs in. Zach Wilson is going to be a bust. Uh, he has no accomplishments. The only okay. real team BYU faced, they lost to. I mean, who... Look, everyone in San. I mean, we we the the NFL draft. If he goes to New New York to the Jets, he probably will be a bust. No, he won't. Because that's a bust organization. It's in a bad situation right now. It's in a very bad place right now. Would not disagree with that. But maybe Zach Wilton goes in there, and they got a new GM. Okay, so there is some upside. There is some uh, upside to the situation. Um, they're going to need to go get an offensive tackle. They're, I mean, their their offensive line is uh, atrocious, to say the least. Um, they're going to go need to get an offensive lineman, probably a tackle, uh, someone to protect his blind side. But I wouldn't. I mean, look, the NFL draft is not in anywhere near the accuracy of science that those experts and those draft analysts say it is. It's nowhere even close. Because guys like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Bobby Wagner, Aaron Rodgers 
have all defied that expectation of, well, he's a late bloomer or a late pick, which means I'll see you in camp. So long. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. That these experts and analysts, they're not even close to the 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 I, accuracy of that they think they are. Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay included in that conversation. Well, it's... So to say Zach's going to be above above anybody else is not even close. It's such a team game, right? So so many other factors are outside that one individual's control. I would agree. And just how the organization is is running itself. Yeah. Because you can have a great player end up going to a really bad organization, and they're doomed. Well, okay, so but here's the thing, though. And you're right. I mean, because Tom Brady went from New England, who didn't make the playoffs, to Tampa Bay, who won the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I and again, I know it's a team game, but come on, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> he goes to Tampa Bay and they win a Super Bowl. Uh, a couple other things here on the Guild Mortgage text line six three two eight also adds everything that glitters isn't gold. Yeah, that's true. Uh, nine three one five. Here's the definition in slang. This is fub. Fub, yes. I, I know it as foobar. Extra means trying too hard, over the top, excessive, maybe a little dramatic, doing more than what the situation calls for. Is he talking about me? <laughs> maybe. I'm not going to say yes or no. <laughs> uh, 3426 <laughs> on our Guild Morgus text line. Even if he doesn't go to the Jets, he's still a bust, even against mediocre competition, a.k.a. San Diego State, Boise State, even Coastal Carolina. He looked pedestrian at best. Also adding, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years, so I don't think it would be unreasonable to go three to four years. Hmm. It's true. I think the one comment I have on that, as a Packers fan, the year that they drafted Aaron Rodgers, the Packers were nowhere near competing for a Super Bowl like the 2019-2020 Green Bay Packers are now, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration lies for certain people that I won't name. Myself, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Get he's a, Aaron Rodgers is still a really, really good quarterback with a lot of life get, left in him. Yeah, get that guy some help. Give him some targets. Yes, like this year in your draft, you should be going after receivers and, and offensive linemen. That should be your main focus. Your defense is fine, so as long as you don't play goal line defense on like the last play at halftime. When you're on the 50-yard line. Cornerback two. We need to fill that one. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry to bring that up, by the way. <laughs> I, okay. But but here's the thing. Like Again, and Aaron Rodgers has a lot of miles. And you're by the way, that texter is right. Like Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre, you want to talk about drama and prima donna? Come on. Brett Favre is the definition of that. I mean, his picture's in the dictionary under that word. <laughs> Which is why they drafted, they got Jordan Love as insurance. They weren't sure. Uh, Piranhas, our good friend. I love Piranhas. Tweeting at us today. Oh, great. Ajay, the BYU apologist, at it again. Son of a gun, I hate Piranhas. Come on, man. Wilson played against the likes of Mount Logan Middle School. (laughs) I love when our Aggie fans compare to the BYU schedule. It's so great. (laughs) They played Corner Canyon Junior College. Oh, man, I love it. All right, fans, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Matt Logan has some studs on their team. I don't know. Uh, one, one, five, three, four in retort. <laughs> beat USC, Tennessee. Don't say he didn't beat anyone. Which is true. 
3426 also weighing in. So in three years, does Aaron Rodgers look like Ben Roethlisberger? Green mm. Bay has always looked ahead. Hmm. No, I think he's better than Ben in three years. Ben, ben got beat up a lot, but Ben's skills were quickly deteriorating as well. Like, Ben's in worse. Out of the quarterbacks of, like, the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, that era of quarterbacks, Drew Brees, I got to put in that card. Ben even looked worse than Drew Brees. Yeah. Ben is well, almost— for a good chunk of last year, Ben looked pretty good. But then he just— they, can't, they ran out of steam at the end of the year. See, that's the thing, but a good quarterback doesn't run out of steam by week 15. Like, Brady? Um, I mean, Manning? I mean, look, so— I think Ben Roethlisberger is on the fast track to where Peyton Manning was his Super Bowl in that Super Bowl year in fifteen, I believe fifteen, right? Mm. When they beat Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, and and where like I mean he was throwing lobs five yards. I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a short stick route and he's lobbing it to Demarius. And so I I think we're in that situation where you know it's Ben is in worse at least on the fast track to where Peyton was that year. And I think he's out of the quarterbacks remaining. I think he's probably in the worst shape. And he's and and by the way, he has more talent on that team than Aaron Rodgers does. If Aaron Rodgers is playing for the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're in the Super Bowl. I would agree with that. Get the man some help. <laughs> All right, more to discuss here on the full court press. Pick six, Utah Jazz. An update on some uh, spring sports, Region Eleven. I don't want to talk jazz. Yes, you do. I don't want to do it. We got a game tonight against Minnesota. <sighs> pesky Timberwolves. It's not pesky. Do you want to weigh in? 435-339-0321 on, the, on our uh, Guild Mortgage text line. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day... Get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo stuff. The Logo Shop. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. 
The Cache Valley Media Group is looking to hire an administrative assistant slash traffic director. Duties include answering and directing calls, greeting public, data entry with a high level of accuracy, and daily scheduling of radio and digital messages. Must be computer literate, knowledge of Excel and Word, have basic accounting experience, the ability to multitask, learn and understand new software, a self-starter, and work well with others. Previous media experience is a plus but not required. Pay based on experience, benefits, and training provided. All inquiries kept confidential. Send your resume to jobs at cvradio.com. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in a landfill in two years. Our Maytag front load washers use less water and clean amazingly well. Plus, get $20 off our earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with a purchase of select laundry pairs. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Hey, uh, intern Dude, Cody's over there breaking the equipment. I lost that's it. coming out of your check, man. What the heck happened? Oh, wait, I didn't get a check. <laughs> well, that's coming uh, out of your pick yeah, six. Yeah, that's here. right. My pick six rewards. <laughs> hey, this kind of uh, we don't have a ton of detail on this locally, but yeah, um, I don't know if you heard the U.S. Census data. Some of it's out, and as far as like um, they call it reapportionment. Based on population growth, what states gain congressional seats, which states may lose some. Colorado's picking up two congressional seats. Oregon's getting an extra one. Utah is staying the same. Colorado, or excuse me, uh, California loses a seat the first time ever. But it also uh, said that Utah was the fastest growing state in the country. That's not good, by the way. In the last 10 years, it grew over. 18% 18% in population. Wow. That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> you can see it. Try try buying a house or renting around here. Oh, my yeah. Wife, my wife okay. and I can't find a dumpy apartment that's less than $900 a month. Right see, and, and, and here's the thing is, like, I was Crazy. looking. There's there some houses on the market. I was just looking for the kicks and giggles of it. Right. And there's a house for $589,000 right now. Mm. And it's not even that big. Five hundred, half a million dollars. Oh, I saw there's there's a five million dollar home. Nuh-uh. stop it. Over in Cliffside. Yep. What? Yeah. Wait, wait. Here in Cash Valley. Yeah. There's five a, million. Uh, while I'm looking for kicks and giggles, there's like uh, the trailer homes on the west side of Logan are easily going for a hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand dollars. Dude, that's that is, insane. That's crazy. Yep. Trailer home. Hey, how does that? Okay, so I know this is not for the people, and I'm sorry. But I got to ask, how does that work? How do you go from, how, how does the house market just sky like that? Supply and demand. A lot of things Shuts. shut down last year. People Sorry. weren't building homes, but people still. Certain people that move in are willing to pay a lot more for a house than what we're normally used to. Yeah, yeah that's that too. So we need to like, boot the rich folks out. I'm Dude, not saying who we boot out, but yeah. It's becoming expensive to build a home. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Price of lumber is ridiculous. Is right it, now, yeah, too. I heard about that. Price of lumber is way up. Uh, concrete, there's a shortage. So concrete suppliers only have a certain allotment every week. Uh, Sheetrock is becoming rare. So yeah. it's supply and demand. So it's all going up in price. That is it's insane, a, it's dude. It's a real, real problem in my dude, life right Eric, now. Can we, yeah. so. Hey, can we move into your basement, both Cody and I? Uh, oh, nine four <laughs> six three on our Guild Mortgage text line. There's a mansion in Menden that costs fifteen million to build, and it's listed at three million. Shut the front oh, door. Let's go the wrong direction there. Uh, currently, two homes in the valley listed under two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What? I need to get a hold of those homes. Problem is though, like if you go and bid for that home, someone's gonna be like, "Well, here's five hundred thousand dollars." It's like, okay. <laughs> Like you know, probably. You, you know what? I bet you're really fun at parties when we're playing poker too, huh? Right. I'm going all in. I'm all in. Okay. Oh, are you? Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sure you Good are. Good for you, buddy. Cool. Call. Uh, one five three four. I'll have to edit this a bit. All the <laughs> all the California people coming here. People was not a friendly term. That's a that's a great edit on your part, yeah, Eric. I Congratulations! <laughs> I love how we have to like discuss the edit for fifteen seconds. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, oh wait, was that it? Uh, okay, shifting back to our original topic <laughs> in our first segment. <laughs> I just Couple so wait, more. Okay, so wait, we we gained a seat. Is that what you said? No, we no, didn't. we're staying the same. But we were re- Utah was recognized as the fastest growing state. That's nuts in America. Hey, do you think as far as percentage, biggest percentage growth? Do you think we'll build another high school in Region Eleven area? In X amount of time, like oh uh, yeah, give me ten, uh, give me ten years. I don't know. I'd probably say no because there's there six schools right in our region, right? But that includes Bear River. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know where so. else you put it. <laughs> the only thing you'd have to build west. Everything's on the line on the yeah. Road. Everything's on the east, right? Everything's east of Main Street. The only thing is that could be. I guess uh, that's the term I'm looking for. It could be changing, the kind of be watchful for in the future in Region 11 is that there is population growth happening at some schools and not others. So you may have some reclassifications where some schools, even in the same area, are not in the same classification. We had we've had that before. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was we not have- pretty. Yeah, it was not politically expedient for some people to play down, heaven forbid, even though you're 10 minutes away. Um, so th- th- <clears throat> we may get back into a situation like that based on current population growth and trends. Some schools are landlocked while others have wide areas of expansion. Hey, speaking of mansion homes, how did yard work go at your house the other day? I don't I did yard work, but not at a mansion home. I've seen your yard and your mansion oh, home. Very you've, nice, Ajay. You've not seen my house. It's no mansion. Pulled a lot of weeds, that's for sure. But if we live in the basement, you wouldn't know, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got three floors. <laughs> no, I do not. Four three five three three nine zero three two one on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, 5308. If the Jets can build a decent O-line over the next two seasons... Zach Wilson has a chance to make an impact. I agree. I 100% agree. Then 9315 counters. Wilson is going to the NFL team where quarterbacks are going to run the, for their life. 
and have a short time in the NFL. Again, if they don't draft an, draft an offensive lineman, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it really depends on how they draft. If they draft a good offensive line, he's going to be all right. If they don't draft an offensive line, which is very capable of the Jets, he's going to be running for his life, and he's probably going to be done in about two years. I like the new coach for the Jets. Like, as long as they got yeah. Adam Gase out of there. Like, yeah. That guy's cool. That's Salee. Is it Salee? Salah? Salah. Salah? Yeah, from he, the 49ers. Yeah. Dude was jacked. He's, he's, he wants to be my head coach. Like, Cool guy. He's jacked? Dude, have you seen him? He's massive. He's jacked. Big oh. chills, man. Oh, my gosh. Big That's chills. not a slang term. Jacked is a real thing just, that lots wow. of people use. Whatever. Okay. Wait, you give me crap so for like, the words I have, so but like, you won't give him grief? Are you serious so right like now? So, like, he's swole? <laughs> yeah, he's swole, Eric. Jacked? Like that kind of jacked? Jacked. Jacked has been used for a long time. Don't yeah. give me grief on this, guys. Like, no, it's been I there mean, for a while. Like big muscles. So wait, is yes. name, so wait, is his name Jack or is it named? Sal- I mean, Jack Salah. Jack Salah, because he's Jack. Jacked. Ed at the end. Man, that's a weird name to have. But big fills. <sighs> I'm, turning, I'm turning off my mind. Nine four six three. <laughs> if Eric lives in a mansion, maybe I should have gone to the job fair last week. <laughs> Uh, do not. I do not. I'm going to match. Guarantee that. Uh, 9474. If you were Wilson, how big of a knot would you have in your stomach knowing that 90% chance you're going to New York? Okay, so here's the thing, though. I know New York is, well, the consensus has said that he that the Jets are sold on Zach Wilson. What if there, and I'm just saying what if, Trey Lance or Justin Fields ends up piquing their interest just a tad bit. I mean, because the only people who say that the Jets are interested in Zach Wilson are people who are outside of the Jets organization. The Jets have not came out and publicly said, yes, Zach Wilson is our guy. Not like what Jacksonville has done with Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, I'm not completely... I mean, on until the draft happens and until the pick is made, because you've seen a lot of NFL drafts, I have as well, and you know that when like nothing is for certain until that pick is made. Everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be in the top ten. Guess what? He fell the twenty fourth in the draft. Um, I know Maurice Claret. His situation was a lot different because of some legal issues. He fell a lot too. So it's it's never guaranteed until that pick has happened. I would like to see. I in fact, I think Zach would thrive. Justin Fields would thrive in the Jets system. Zach Wilson would thrive in the 49ers system. But it's going to be the opposite. Potentially they trade down. That's another idea. Or more picks or more cash or but, and, other but considerations. Here's the thing, though. You can't screw that up. If you're going to do that, you better get a wealth of first and second round picks out of that. Both for this year and next year. You better get the... I mean, for how deep this draft is, which it is deep, you better get a bucket of gold out of it. Because if you don't, if you're going to you give up that top number two position. Bingo. Right. Absolutely. Uh, 9315, when was the last time the Jets were great and had a quarterback that went somewhere? Mark Sanchez, they went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. People forget about this. Like That Rex Ryan era was a roller coaster. But they also had that year where they beat the Patriots and the Colts in back-to-back years, got to the AFC Championship and lost the Steelers, went the next year and lost to the Colts. So they've, they've had their moments where they've, they've been in it. They just couldn't finish the job. But again, the Steelers team with Ben Roethlisberger was really, really good. Um, I believe, I think, I think that was the year they lost to the Packers in the Super Bowl. 
And then they lost to, I think, the Colts the next year. I mean, they've they've been in it. It's just it's been a while ago. And now with a new GM, new coach, I, I think I think you're going to see a uh, trend upward for the Jets. Uh, nine four seven four. The GM basically said that at BYU Pro Day. Oh, he did. Referring back to their. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch BYU Pro Matt Day. Wilson. I honestly didn't listen to it, so I, I I didn't know that. I it wouldn't surprise me. He had a great pro day, though. He was he was fantastic. <laughs> Three four two six. Whoever the Jets say they're going to draft needs to do whatever they can to persuade them to draft somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look, hey, look, GM. I know you want me, but. Justin Fields has really got what you're looking for. Speed, uh, athleticism, accuracy. He's a really nice guy. Man, he's a – and do you know what? He loves New York. He's told me multiple times he would love <laughs> to play in the Big Apple and be on the front page of the New York Times. That's his dream. Just pulling Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you ever see that documentary with uh, – the? Well, I don't think it was Eli Manning. It was John Elway situation. I did. With the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, in my, like the Marino Elway or Elway to Marino thing. Yep. You know what? I'm surprised for how Madonna-like his mom is and how dramatic she is. I'm surprised she hasn't pulled that card. Like, I don't want my son going to New York. I'd rather him go play in California. It's really warm over there, and I can get my tan. You know, like I'm stunned she hasn't done that. Zach Wilson's mom? Yeah. Can you do that impression one is, more time? Though? Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to. You know, just hang out here in New York. It's freezing. I want to see my son play in San Francisco. And tell all those where you fans where to stick it. Yeah, she is. She's a nightmare to deal with. And I'm sure, like the Jets have called her and said, "Please keep your social media quiet. Just shut up." Because she has a tendency to open her mouth. On another note, <laughs> I don't want. I didn't. I don't want to hear. I don't need to hear any more of those. Impressions. I'm sorry. I encouraged that one. That was my bad. <laughs> Utah State basketball uh, coach Ryan Odom filling out his uh, coaching staff. Nate Dixon, just one more play, uh, coach from University of Maryland, Baltimore County, following Odom to Utah State. Nate Dixon yeah. uh, has been alongside Ryan Odom at a lot of different places. He's been right at the tie to the hip with him and uh, certainly been through a lot and is coming with him to Logan. Yeah, this is it's just the UMBC staff. It, it's what it is. It's all UMBC guys. By the way, I've been told uh, Dixon was his lead assistant. By the, the way, has yeah. been for the last five years. Yeah, solid lead assistant. He loves. He trusts Nate a lot. He's been kind of his main recruiter guy too. Uh, I've been told that his two graduate assistant guys would also be UMBC guys. So it is a full of UMBC staff. Um. Which is, I mean, there's good because there's continuity there between them and the staff. Uh, and But I think, and this is, you know, something that Aggie Nation has brought up as a major concern is, can they recruit on the west side of the states? Right, because Craig Smith, he brought his entire staff with him, but he had a lot of experience in the west. A ton. Right? He'd yep. been at Colorado State a lot of years. He was in South Dakota. Like, he knew the western United States. Ryan Odom has always been an east coast guy. Yeah. And the other problem, I mean, and then there's also that question – of, you know, because the LDS situation, missionaries, you know, time. But he's talked about that before, I believe, a, a couple of times. And goes, look, I love it. I mean, those players come back more mature, more experienced as a person, mentally and emotionally tougher as well. And so he loves the missionary idea. 
which uh, which is intriguing how we, how they'll handle that. That will be very interesting to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's good though that he has LDS kids on his team. You know, Dorius, Bean, Ashworth, uh, Brock Miller, those four guys. And so I, I think if he has any, you know, if he needs any advice, he could go to those guys and say, "Hey, what is your mission experience like? What have you learned from it?" Um, and in fact, I was told that during one-on-one interviews, he asked about their mission, just what that was like serving for two years, where they served, or the, you know, the things they learned. And so you could tell he's trying to get a feel for it, which is great. Uh, do you like the whole UMBC staff approach from there to here? Uh, one thing that I like is that there's definitely continuity with that coaching staff. They know how they operate. They know how they breathe. They know how they drink. They know how they sleep. Yeah. They understand their expectations. Um, so Coach Odom, he doesn't have to figure out how to teach and, and, and formulate a coaching staff. All he has to worry about is recruiting and coaching who, who's here right now. Yeah. But Whereas if you're putting an entirely new coaching staff together, you're having to spend as much time with your staff. Like, this is the culture. This is how we're going to do these drills. This is what our schedule is going to look like. This is how we're going to travel. He doesn't have to worry about any of that. Like he's bringing all these guys with them that it's second nature. They've been together for so long. Um, it, it, he doesn't have to try to teach his coaching staff. He just has to worry about his kids. So I yeah, like that's a that. Good point. On the other hand, and I said this about Craig Smith too, I thought it would have been good, advantageous, if he had somebody on his coaching staff from Utah, or certainly even better if there was a Utah State connection. That didn't happen. Turned out it didn't matter. Uh, and let's see if it'll be the same situation with Coach Odom as well. Uh, speaking of Craig Smith's former staff, Dave Raglan going to Butler. What a huge get that is for Butler Bulldogs. I mean, that is massive. Dave Raglan is incredibly smart, builds great relationships with players. I know it's a big loss for those kids here at Utah State because they love rags. Um, I've had a chance to, to build a relationship with him. He's a super good guy, incredibly smart, high IQ he, that is a great fit for Butler. I'm so excited for Dave Ragland. I just I sent him a text message saying uh, that how much we were going to miss him here. All right, we've got a couple more texts that have come in. We'll get to those in just a moment. We do need to call a timeout here on the Full Court Press. Coming up, we'll talk about our pick six, what happened over the weekend. We'll update the NBA standings. Utah Jazz in action against the Eagles. We're We're screwed. Pesky Timberwolves. I told you guys, number three seed, here we come. They clinched the, the first team in the NBA to clinch the playoffs. Great. First team to go from one to eight in about three weeks. So we'll update all that coming up on the Full Court Press. Well, we know the snow is melted. You know what else is melting? The prices at Discount Tire and Automotive. Discount Tire and Automotive is melting tire prices all the way down during the Spring Spectacular Sale. Get up to $150 in rebates when you buy four Goodyear tires. Plus, get special savings on special buy Goodyear-like truck tires. Discount Tire has the lowest spring tire prices anywhere. And right now, they're lower than ever. So get the lowest prices guaranteed. Use Discount Tire's layaway or six months no interest OAC. Discount Tire scours the competition to make sure no one beats their deal online or in store make your tire and service reservations online 24 7 at webtires.net and cure your budget pains today with the spring spectacular sale at discount tire 885 north main in logan 110 south highway 165 in providence and 728 south main in smithfield discount tire so much more than a tire store 
We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a Bobcat, a Wolf, a Grizzly, a Mustang, or a Riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lessolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Needham Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our integrity price guarantee with financing available. An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. This is Shauna Karen, Director of HR for Conservice. We are known as the utility experts, and our culture is to value our team members. We want them to be safe, successful, and happy. We have partnered with CAPSA to present training to our team members on recognizing signs of domestic violence and CAPSA's available services. I appreciate that when I become aware of any domestic violence situation, I can rely on the experts at CAPSA to provide support. When you know CAPSA, you know hope. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Wow. Wow. Yes, we are back. Eric France and Andre Salveson on the Full Court Press. Mr. Manchin and Mr. Trailer here. Uh, I'm going to be in a van down by the river before too long. At least you have a van. I'm homeless right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive for all this other stuff. Uh, a bunch of texts that have come through on our Guild Mortgage text line. If you want to weigh in, it's 435-339-0321. Uh, this is from 9463. I don't know how comfortable I feel about Odom bringing the entire University of Maryland, Baltimore County with him to Logan. Mm. I'd understand a little better if the USU program was in the tank, but we've been really good for a lot of years. Wouldn't it be better to keep some USU folks around? Surprise Hartwell is letting this fly. Uh, I, I, I'm, it's not like he's getting away with crime here. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, he's just bringing over a staff that he feels... That he feels comfortable with. Again, there is that concern that, hey, these guys have not been to the west side of the states to, to coach a basketball team. But they're also a very – they're a successful bas- basketball coaching staff, and I think you can learn to adjust and adapt through that. And I and great coaches can do that, and I think Odom is one of those guys. Uh, three four two six can goes along with that. Uh, he doesn't have to recruit the west if he keeps getting kids from overseas or in the east. As long as he finds the players that keep the university good, nobody's going to really care. Yeah. That's as long as you're winning. Look, winning shuts everybody up. Yep. It's if the, you're winning, we're quiet. It's the cure all to everything. It yeah. is. In sports, it is. When you're a coach, it is. Absolutely. If he wins, we're not having a conversation here. <laughs> uh, 6 3 2 8. The Logan Sampede beat the Boise Aztecs 24 to nothing, sitting 2 and 2 on the season. Yeah. They uh, beat, uh, yeah, they uh, had a great Congrats. game. It's awesome stuff. So congrats to Logan Stampede. Good stuff. Yes. Uh, and then does Ajay like pie? Crow could fit well as his main ingredient. The Jazz are not falling to eight, maybe two, but that's not very Okay, late. okay. That was dramatic. Okay, sorry. Calm down. <laughs> they aren't going to fall to eighth. But 
I don't think they're going to be the one seed going into the playoffs. You can't lose games like that to Minnesota and expect to get out of the cage okay. Like, that just isn't going to happen. Uh, we'll discuss that uh, more um, detail. That's the word I'm looking for. Coming up next Just hour. make up a word. It works every time. <laughs> but another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. At Valley Office Systems, we want you to spring into spring and see more green with your first month's payment on us. Mention this ad to receive this special promotion. Visit valleyofficesystems.com for details. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Osway Salveson, Cody, here on the board. Yep. Dude, this this first hour cruised by. Yes, it did. That was fast. Very fast. Holy it was fun. crap. Our texters make it so much fun. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, 9948. How about the Padres-Dodgers game oh my last gosh. night? Sunday I, night baseball oh. couldn't have been better. You brought up such a great point, a great question earlier. Can we get to that in the second hour, though? Because I really want to talk about that. Or do we got to save it for a Friday no, Five Best? Because we got this other thing we want to talk about. Oh too. yeah, that's right, dude. Well, I, but, maybe you have that oh, as a Tuesday discussion. He, but no, nine nine four. It is so right. That series was, I mean, just bonkers. Okay, Padres win four out of seven games, outscored the Dodgers 32-30, 68 innings, and only a two-run margin between them. It's so good for baseball. Games 1 through 7 went 23 innings and were 10 hours long total. Game on April 16th was 12 innings and 297 minutes. Game just last night was 11 innings, 299 minutes. And they were down 7-1, to one, tied it, and then won it. I got a stat that blew your mind for tomorrow, by the way, on that. So don't take it. Uh, share it with me, and then I will. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, so here's what we are going to talk about next hour, though. Uh, what happened over the weekend? Yeah. We'll recap a few things, notably that the baseball series, because one of them. Uh, the current standings in the NBA, Utah Jazz recap the Cubs. are playing <laughs> tonight against Minnesota in Minnesota. Do we Should we expect anything different? Yeah. Um, and then uh, what are the current standings? Because it keeps changing, especially in the West. Uh, but there was an interesting piece put together on Mountain West Wire. Five bold predictions for Utah State football this fall. What are those bold predictions? That would get all 12 games in? <laughs> well, 
It's a good prediction. I don't know if it's bold. But... Well, it was great last year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then uh, we'll kind of react. We'll give our own take on some of these predictions, maybe some predictions of our own. Ours, yeah. I'd love to get yours as well. In fact, you can text in right now. Let us know what you would think would be a bold prediction for Utah State's football season coming up this fall, 435-339-0321. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Uh, we'll also uh, continue to look at some of the other things that are going on, like with the schedule tonight. Uh, not only are the Jazz playing, but uh, the Suns are in a big matchup as well. So uh, And the Suns are trying to keep ahead of the, the Clippers, too. So it's a great battle going on between those top three teams in the West. We'll give you the updates and all that coming up next hour on the Full Court Press. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. For better or for worse, NFL draft classes are defined by their quarterbacks, and this is a big one, with at least five pretty surefire first-rounders. But numbers on the success rate of first-round QBs are raising a lot of questions this spring. Between 2009 and 2016, 14 quarterbacks were taken in the top 10. Not one of them is still with the team that selected him. So-called sure things are anything but. Even if they have some success, to keep it going is difficult. Jameis Winston had moments in Tampa. Carson Wentz was great for a time in Philly. Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl. They're all on new teams. Not only does the quarterback have to be good, but he has to be in the right situation. Sam Darnold had no chance with the Jets. Now we'll see if he fares much better in Carolina. So, when the quarterbacks go off the board early on Thursday night, maybe as early as 1, 2, 3, 4, just remember, real success in the NFL is really hard to come by. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Remember this saying, if you love something, set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Well, when it comes to your identity, the folks at LifeLock are calling BS on that. All of those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try to set it free? They say that's crazy talk, and we agree. That's why LifeLock helps monitor your information and alert you to potential identity threats. And if you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will be there to help you fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when identity thieves try to take what's yours, you don't have to take it lying down. And while they aren't exactly setting it free, you can save up to 25% off your first year by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com make sure you use the promo code patrick so promo code patrick 25 percent off this is jay from daryl's appliance earth day is coming up we have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment energy efficient and won't be in a landfill in two years our maytag front load washers use less water and clean amazingly well plus get twenty dollars off our earth friendly excelsior laundry detergent with the purchase of select laundry pairs that's at daryl's where service always comes first daryl's west on airport road see daryl's appliance in beautiful downtown benson this he put on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. They didn't go, hey, you know what? We have 16. Why don't we go to 15? Why don't we go to 14? But the NFL with 17 games? All right. More fantasy, more gambling. Yeah, more money. Yes, he feels like we're entering the load management era of uh, NFL with all these, all these games. I'm going to sit this week nine out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan. You asked, begged, and even pleaded. And the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan.
Here's what you need to know. Packers general manager Brian Gutekinds proclaiming in a press conference today quarterback Aaron Rodgers is part of the team's plans for the foreseeable future. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan said he initially had one specific quarterback he wanted to take at three overall in the upcoming draft. Now he's comfortable selecting one of five QBs at that spot. According to The Athletic, Rockets guard John Wall will skip out on the rest of the season with a hamstring tweak. Houston has 11 games left in the regular season. The Mavericks elevated Luka Doncic and Dorian Finney-Smith to probable for tonight's game against the Kings. Kristaps Porzingis, J.J. Redick, and Josh Richardson dropping into the doubtful-to-play category. The Royals flaunting now the best record in the American League at 14-7 after rooting out the Tigers 3-2. Brent Rooker with a home run in the second inning as the Twins are leading the Indians 1-0 in the fourth inning. And Rockies general manager Jeff Breidich resigns. I'm Brian Fenley. Do you know who this is? Fox Sports Radio's Odd Couple. It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, R.J. Salveson here on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Wherever you may be tuning in, and on whatever device or method, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming us live on 1069thefan.com or on the new 106.9 The Fan mobile app. It's not really new anymore, though. It's been out for, what, eight months? Nine months? Oh, hey, speaking of which, did Braden tell you about my new photo idea? That's going to help our website? Oh, dude, I've got a new photo idea. You're going to love it. It's cool. No. You're going to wet your pants when you find out what it is. Wow. Yeah. It's exciting. It's going to blow your right I pinky off. I can't wait. Yes. Very cool. Did you hear an announcement that will make me wet my pants? Uh, if you want to weigh in today on what's going on in the full court press, not about wetting pants. What about mansions and yards? Uh, personal hygiene. 435-339-0321 here on the... Uh, Guild Mortgage Text Line. Uh, we had really interesting discussion last hour about the NFL draft, um, coaching addition uh, for Utah State basketball. It's kind of prompted some additional kind of spinoff discussions uh, as Coach Odom basically transporting his entire coaching staff from University of Maryland, Baltimore County to Logan. And uh, getting a sense by some in our text audience here, Aji, that some people are not real happy about the lack of experience or understanding of West of the West so, or Utah here's, specifically. I think you and I have had this conversation ad nauseum and in spades, probably on air too. I don't think you have to have a relationship with the state of Utah or the, its way of recruiting to be successful here. Because, I, I mean, Craig Smith didn't. Eric Peterson didn't. And look what they got out of it. And I don't think, and, and and I don't think, Cody brought this up. Our producer brought this up here off air, and this was a great, great, great point. Kids that are like Utah founded, and when I say that, I mean like religiously, um, you know, I understand Utah or whatever. Justin Beans from Oklahoma 
and without even talking or knowing about him, you think he's a straight-up Utah kid from Cache County. I mean, you honestly would. He's a very active member of the church. He is a uh, he's a very well-spoken young man, um, very polite, respectful. Like he embodies, you know, what Cache Valley is, and he's from Oklahoma. So I don't think, and again, that was, that's credit to Cody for bringing that point up. I don't think you have to have an understanding of the state of Utah and its way of recruiting. You can find kids all over the country or world overseas, and if you can instill as a coach. Um, the manner, I guess, I don't know manners, this isn't the word, but just the value of, you know, what Utah wants or what Utah State hopes you'll be, the Aggie Nation hopes you'll be as a person, I think you're going to do just fine. Namish was able to do just fine, and he he worked out well. Right, who? Alfonso. Who got upset that Namish Keta came to Utah State? Yeah, who's upset with, with Alfonso Anderson being here? I mean, if you are, then then you don't get it. So, again, I don't think we, we should be crucifying a staff who is yet to even, who's yet to even have a game yet. I don't think we should be crucifying the staff or Coach Odom for bringing his UMBC staff over. They might be great with this whole situation. They might understand it, and they might have a, a, a knowledge about it, and that's going to be good enough to help bring kids in. But it doesn't – I mean, we're not BYU. We don't need to bring a bunch of kids from Ridgeline High School, right? Like BYU does with Lone Peak. That's just – that's not the way. Or Timview. Or Tim Few for football. Right. So I think you're right. I think it's just let's reserve judgment here. Yeah. They're, the difference between Craig Smith bringing his entire staff with him from South Dakota is that these guys were in the West. They had a lot of coaching experience yeah. in the West. This staff, they've been back East their entire coaching yeah. careers, or the vast majority of their coaching careers. So, but look, we have to give them a chance. Don't, uh, Let's not uh, put the cart before the horse. Let's see what they can do. And then after a season, how things go in their recruiting. Because right now, they're working that uh, that transfer portal. Hard, too. They're trying to fill out a staff because they had experienced players leave. Uh, not a staff, a roster. So they're still trying to put it together. And so far, they've brought some really good players with them from UMBC, too. I think fit really specific needs for Utah State. Uh, on the Guild Mortgage text line, this is from 4446. Maybe we should get something other than Utah players and system in order to get to the next level. I would agree with that. Well, uh, I mean, not, not, I mean, and I'm not saying, you know, uh, I'm not saying ignore Utah players in, in, in a whole, but I'm just like, let's, I mean, expand your recruiting zone, which is what Craig Smith did. Now, Stu Morales, you told me, and you brought up a great point, that, I mean, a lot of his recruiting was Utah kids. But when we got to, you know, playing games against Pacific, New Mexico State especially, uh, Long Beach, Cal State Fullerton, there was athleticism that these guys couldn't handle. That I mean, they, they just couldn't handle. Expand your recruiting zone, which is what Craig Smith did, and I think you're going to see some of that athleticism within the basketball pro- program here at Utah State. Right, and I've always contended that if your program's winning – People don't care where their players came from. I get the understanding of you know, getting somebody who understands who Utah State is. They understand the history before they even showed up on campus. Uh, it, but if it's a winning program and the players are doing well and you're doing well in your re, in your uh, in your conference, you're playing on a big stage. 
are, are we really going to care where they came from originally? No. No. Again, won't. winning it fixes won't. everything. So I, stop. I don't understand the, the gripes. Yeah. All right. Um, Utah Jazz hosted the Minnesota Timberwolves on Saturday. No Donovan Mitchell. Great first quarter for the Jazz. 40 points in the first quarter. But then they struggled. They only scored 18 points in the second, only 16 points in the third. And by the third quarter, the pendulum has swung the other way, and Minnesota had full control of the game. Jazz tried to get back into it in the fourth, but it just wasn't enough. Defense was good for the Jazz. They just offensively just couldn't get it done. Very lackadaisical. 20 turnovers. And Minnesota had 13 points off those 20 turnovers. That was perhaps the most frustrating thing for me yeah, watching that game. Yeah, Is that the uh, that was a game that really illustrated the value of Donovan Mitchell. Because when the offense sputters, Donovan is a guy who can attack the basket, put pressure on opposing defenses, and still get you points, whether it's at the rim, from three, or at the free throw line. He can score at all those levels. Uh, the Jazz would get into their, hey, we're going to pass it all around. Nobody take a shot, and let's just keep passing, passing, passing. And sometimes that works great because you get the defense running around like chickens with their head cut off, and you find the open guy who has a look. But because the offense wasn't, the shots weren't falling, nobody wanted to take a shot. Yeah. And then Minnesota's like, <clears throat> all right, we know you're going to keep passing it around forever. We're just going to play the passing lanes. And they kept picking it off. It was a frustrating offensive display for the Jazz. I think that the game that they lost in Los Angeles illustrated the value of Rudy Gobert to this Jazz franchise. The game Saturday, for me, illustrated the value of Donovan Mitchell to this franchise. Explain. Because in Los Angeles, the Jazz didn't have anybody defensively who could contain or slow down what the Lakers were trying to do. Uh, game two, when Rudy is back, it's a dramatically different story. The Jazz defense just tightens up, locks them down, they make the Lakers look silly. Andre Drummond is a shell of what he did the game before. On Saturday, the Jazz had good defense. They just couldn't score. And Donovan Mitchell is a guy who can create and initiate offense when you need it. If it's struggling, Donovan can initiate it and make it happen. Now, do I think that uh, tonight's game is going to go similar? I I would certainly hope not. But look, there were some guys that just had a bad night offensively. Joe Ingles was one of nine. Mike Connolly struggled. I mean, he 15 attempts. He was with 5 of 15. Clarkson was Not a lot too. of help off the bench. Yeah, Clarkson was 5 of 16. Not, not a ton of help off the bench for the Jazz. Dude, D'Angelo Russell had 23 off the bench. Yeah, they got 23 off of, from D'Lo. Uh, the rookie started getting hot in the second half. They couldn't stop him. Edwards looked great. Carl Anthony Towns 
outplayed Rudy Gobert, 24 points and 12 rebounds. This is why the Jazz are not going to be a NBA Finals team. Because if one guy's missing, they can't. It, it, it's a massive leak in the pipe that they can't seal shut. And and just put a Band-Aid over it. The, and against good playoff competition, this is the reason why the Jazz will not be in the NBA Finals. So they have to be 100% healthy or bust? Yes. They have to have everybody there healthy or else they're not going to the NBA Finals. One guy, Eric, one guy in some way, shape, or form changes the way this outlook team or the the outlook of this team, whether it's in the game or in the season. Okay, you talked about the need for Gobert in game or in a game versus the Lakers. You talked about the need for Donovan Mitchell in a game. Uh, last year in the bubble, in the playoff bubble, we, we didn't have Bajanovic. That was a problem when we didn't have him. If Joe Ingles is out, that's a problem. If Clarkson's out, that loses scoring off your bench. Like, unless their name is George Niang or Dwan Morgan, we need help. We need everybody there. The, the Jazz had two losses in February. They had four losses in March. And so far, they've had five losses in April. Wearing down? You think? I mean, what is it? I, I mean, to lose to Minnesota at... Look, if it's Phoenix, I understand it. But to lose to Minnesota at home is inexplicable. Totally inexcusable. You can't have that happen. Agreed. And if it weren't for the Nets saving their rear ends, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Going into Thursday, I believe it's Thursday's game right. at Phoenix. This was a week. Uh, a span of a week to 10 days where the Jazz had huge opportunity to gain ground on both Phoenix and Los oh, Angeles huge. Clippers. But instead, they drop a game against the Lakers on, in, who didn't have their two stars. Then they come home and they drop a game against the worst yeah. team in the NBA. Yeah. That's, again, th- great teams win those games. The Jazz, here's an interesting stat. The Jazz are 0-2 when they score 40 or more points in the first quarter. What? Are you kidding When they me? have the huge first quarter, it's a, it's a mental thing. The team thinks, ah, we're cruising past you these know, guys. They're, they let their guard down. They don't play great defense. And they leave the door open for the, the a team to, to stay scrappy and keep fighting. And then it's momentum's on the other side. It was interesting. Late. Listening to Quinn Snyder in the postgame here on the station, and Quinn was like, I felt we were in trouble, and that's why I called our first timeout when I did. Like, it was one of those angry timeouts where he called it, and you just knew he was going to just rip into that team. And he said in the post game, there's a reason why I called that timeout, because I knew it was going to be that kind of a game. I knew it was going to be that kind of a night. And that we were in for it. Just an incredibly poor showing by a team that's the number one seed in the in the or I guess in, not in the league but in the Western Conference, and you let that happen again. If it weren't for Kevin Durant and his performance last night, we would be massively panicking about this one seed right now. A couple comments coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. This is from five three zero eight. Okay. Despite not playing well, they still only lost by four. That being said, it's scary in a good way to think what'll happen when they play great. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this, and and I and I get what five three eight. It's 5308, it's saying. But it's not, well, despite this, we still only lost by four. No, 
You were without Donovan Mitchell. You're the number one team in the Western Conference, and you lost to the worst team in the league, or at least one of the worst teams in the league. At home. At home. So there's no, well, despite this, we only lost by four. No. Baloney. You should have won by 15. Right. Rudy Gobert should have only played 25 minutes. Yep. 30 at the most. Yep. Uh, five three. Excuse me. Four three four eight. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Name one team that can lose a star player and still win the finals. Clippers. I honestly think if the Lakers lost Anthony, well, I'm trying to think of a team that has done that, and I don't know that I can think of one. Okay, it's not in the modern era. If the Suns lose Devin Booker, can they win the championship? No. Okay, if Brooklyn Nets lose James Harden, can they win a championship? You still got Durant. Maybe, because you still got Durant But that's and kind Irving. of a cheap way to go with it, huh? If you think about it, because they have two All-Stars, three All-Stars on the team. Not just All-Stars, but Superstars. Yeah. Um, okay, well, he might have a point. Uh, then this is the follow-up. <laughs> Lakers? Nope. No. 76ers? No. Ooh, if they lose Ben, I think they're okay. Clippers, no. Suns, wow. no. The only team maybe is Nets. But as we just explained, yeah, so we they just... lose one. They still got two. Right. Uh, five seven six zero. Donovan has the highest usage on the team. Of course, they're going to struggle at times on offense when he is out. Either way, we shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah. True. You're, and you're right. There is a high usage rate for Donovan Mitchell, but there also needs to be there needs to be a secondary guy. Like if Donovan Mitchell goes to the bench, your scoring can't deplete like that. Well. It's not like Donovan was just was out for that game. They've been without Donovan for almost a solid week. Week, yeah. And he's out for this week, by the way, too. Got to get that put together. Uh, text coming in uh, about our previous conversation about Coach Odom. Oh, yeah. This is from uh, 3426. Odom has one of the biggest wins in NCAA tournament history. Why don't, let him, uh, why don't we let him do what he needs to do? To me, he's a proven winner. Everybody said when Craig Smith was named head coach, he has only coached a little college in North Dakota. He turned out okay. Yeah, I think we trust the process here. We're going to be, they're going to be fine. I would agree with that. I agree. I absolutely agree with 3 Let's reserve judgment. Yep. Let's see how it plays out. Guys, he's still putting together his coaching staff. I know, and then we're all like, that's it. That's it. We're we're not even going to make the Mount West tournament. They're going to disqualify us because we're so bad. They don't oh, even know man. where to find the Mountain West tournament. Dude, they don't even know where Vegas is. <laughs> get your pitchfork sharpened. Let's get going. Yep. Right. yep. Get me the matches. Get selling, the gasoline. Selling the torches. Okay, so tonight for the Utah Jazz, what's the big matchup that needs to, to stand out? Who has to have the big game today so we don't have a repeat of what happened on Saturday? Well, who had the bad game on Saturday? Ingles, right? He's got to be better. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's got to be better. Mike Conley wasn't great, but he wasn't horrible. He wasn't horrible. Uh, but Carson's got to be better. Ingles has got to be a lot better if you're going to start him, especially. Yeah, it's it's got to be those two guys. But Rudy only had nine points, but he had seventeen boards. He had seventeen boards, and he's and he's defensively he's doing what he can. Uh, and the other problem I have here is, I mean, Sun's got the Knicks tonight, right? I believe Sun's got the Knicks tonight. Cause it's mm-hmm. the back to back, second end of it. That's right. Yeah, it was on a back-to-back. So uh, you win, Suns lose. I don't know if the Suns are going to lose to the Knicks. If they do, 
you know, you might have some hope there. You might have a little bit of breathing room because I can tell you the Suns are beating the Jazz on Thursday night. Friday. Friday. Oh, they don't play till Friday? Yes. What's the Jazz schedule? Is it is it Jazz, Clippers, and then... Jazz, Kings, excuse me, Minnesota, Kings, then Suns. The Suns. So tonight, okay. All right, that makes sense. For the Suns, tonight it's the Knicks. Wednesday, it's the Clippers. Clippers. And then it's Utah on Friday. Because the Suns are beating the Jazz on Friday night. <laughs> They're beating the Jazz Friday night. Suns are favored by two and a half tonight at the Knicks. The Knicks wow. are the hottest team in the NBA right now. Two and a half? Goodness gracious. New York has won nine in a row. I don't get two and a half. Are you taking the under? Um. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to take the under. <laughs> because even though they were up by 20-something points, those starters for the Suns played late into that game yesterday. And they look dog-tired too. That team looks exhausted right now after that stretch. Uh, current standings in the NBA, especially the Western Conference, as we mentioned, the Jazz are the first team in the NBA to clinch a playoff spot. They will go to the to the playoffs no matter what happens from here on out. Um, the uh, Jazz are still two games ahead of Phoenix, but the L.A. Clippers have been on a hot streak as well. They've moved up to a virtual tie with the Phoenix Suns. They are also two games behind the Jazz, so they're hunting for that number one spot. Uh, Denver Nuggets are fourth. They're five games behind Utah. Lakers, they keep slipping. They've lost three in a row. Uh, they lost two back-to-back games against the Mavericks. And after all their whining, the Mavericks have actually started to play well and put some things together. They've won three in a row, and they're up in that sixth position in the Western Conference. So currently, they're out of the play-in tournament. Portland has uh, dropped. They've lost five in a row. Wow, really? They've only won two out of their last ten games. Trailblazers are really struggling right now. Uh, Memphis is number eight. San Antonio's ninth. Golden State is tenth. Uh, Not a whole lot of change in the east. Uh, You do have some really close situations here. Brooklyn's a game and a half ahead of Philadelphia. Uh, The Knicks and Atlanta Hawks are in a dead heat for 4-5. Hawks have been playing some pretty good basketball right now, actually. Uh, and then Boston and Miami, they're tied uh, at the 6-7. and seven. So Man, Boston who is gets a, to the play-in Boston's game and who gets struggling to struggling too right now. Boston needs to, needs to find it and find it quick. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so I think for me, I, I would agree with you and who needs to have the bigger game tonight in Minnesota. Um, I think it's got to be Joe Ingles. He yeah, Joe's got to be so much better. He is a more effective basketball player. Uh, but he just he really struggled. Um, struggled initiating the offense. Really struggled shooting. I guess he didn't really struggle too bad at initiating the offense. He had seven assists. But he also I think had he to have a four really bad. I think he had. Was it? I can't remember how many turnovers he had. Uh, he had three. Yeah, and two of them were horribly atrocious. I mean, two. I mean, one of them was off a pick and roll, and he should have never thrown. And he knows better, and he threw it anyways. Like just some really, you said it, just some dumb mistakes by the Jazz that they don't make, especially at home. 
Well, and Rudy had five turnovers. Yeah, and Rudy was just he oh, wasn't geez. holding on to the ball. Well, he's, and he's putting it down instead of just leaving it up. Yeah, I think one of my big annoyances for this team is how much they are whining to the refs. That needs to stop. That's Be- got to because it because it's they're it, missing out on fast well, breaks. Exactly, and it's transition turning over to defense. the transition on the other side of the ball, and they're getting left behind. So we will have Jazz pregame coverage coming up a little bit later on this hour. Uh, it's a 6 o'clock tip-off. And so uh, we'll have pregame coverage starting at 5.50, which means we'll break away just a little bit before that. Speaking of break away, we've got to do it now here in the Full Court Press. Time out. Uh, and uh, when we come back, an interesting piece on Mountain West Wire. Uh, what five bold predictions for Utah State football this fall? We'll get into what those f- their bold predictions are. I'd love to get yours as well. 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880-753. 7880. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Cast Delight in Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Cast Delight. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castdelight.com. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Do I think it's a good look for for Kevin Durant to to go after Michael Rappaport? No. But I also think that if we... Are we taking everything that's said on surface level as being... Like, I just... It feels like there is a locker room talk aspect to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Bold prediction time. Or at least reacting to somebody else's bold predictions. We'd love I, to get yours too, though. I thought you weren't about this. I'm I I have to wait until the fall for my bold predictions. But we can react to somebody else's. <laughs> okay. If that is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. We'll get your bold predictions in as well for the upcoming Utah State football uh, schedule, uh, the upcoming football season. But this was on the Mountain West Wire, and 
they had five bold predictions. Some of these, I'm not sure where they came up with. And I think it's a real serious uh, question about one of them. <laughs> and it's the first one, actually. Prediction number one. Andrew Peasley starts at quarterback. They're saying this is a very likely prediction. I would say no. Likelihood of prediction, very likely. Yeah. And I'm, for me, I would say too early to tell. Yeah, and I, I think Bonner still has something to say there. Right. Look, I get it. Peasley is uh, the, the a guy that's coming back that has experience starting with the team. Um, he looked better in the blue-white scrimmage. But in the earlier scrimmage, I think you could flip a coin. I think Cooper Legat maybe even I thought played Cooper it. looked fine, yeah, absolutely. So to say that's very likely... Crazy. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that I one. think it's still a pretty good race because we haven't seen Logan Bonner yet. Until we see what he looks like in the fall, I don't think Peasley's got this all wrapped up. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, the second one, Utah State beats Air Force, but not Boise State. <laughs> and that seems likely. So, okay. Uh, I, I would agree. I think they beat Air Force. Boise State's a tough one. Um, I'm not sure they beat Air Force. I don't think they beat Boise State. The game will be at Air Force. Um, that will be in week three, September 18th, an early start to conference play. Uh, I, I got to be honest, I don't know just how much we need to ask Coach Blake Anderson, how much experience does he have against a service academy that runs triple option? Is that at Air Force? Yes. Oh, jeez. An Air Force early season is the worst kind of Air oh, Force Oh, dude, it sucks. Yeah. It's Air Force late season. It's wonderful. They're usually beat up. You're, you're dealing with a lot of second, third string guys. Yeah, I'm... Your chances of beating them are better later in the year. And that's at Air Force. Well, yeah. Okay, well, I, I think we still beat Air Force, though. Boise State's always is a, is a toughie. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Uh, prediction number three, Aggies finish with three conference losses and go to a bowl game. Okay. Three conference losses, so what? They beat Air Force. They lose to Boise State. Uh, where else are we at? I don't even know what our conference schedule really is. Conference schedule is at Air Force. Okay. Versus Boise State. Okay. At UNLV. That's a win. Versus Colorado State. That's a win. Versus Hawaii. It's a win, I think. At San Jose. I don't know what San Jose State's going to look I mean, if it was last year. Had a great year last year. Versus Wyoming. That's always a problem. And then at New Mexico. Should be a win. Okay, I can go with that. So three conference losses. I can go with that. Fresno's kind of a wait. No, we, we don't, don't have Fresno, Fresno or San Diego State, huh? Or San Diego State. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yep. I don't know. Like I said, I it's a little hard for me to do this right now because I haven't seen a full team in the fall. We get Boise State and then BYU back to back too. Yeah. Yes. Th- th- we remember that two years ago stretch where we had like Air Force, Boise, BYU, almost three games straight. Yeah. And we took a buck kicking in three games straight. Yeah. Yeah. There's that gauntlet row again. Rip. I'm I'm thinking probably more like four conference losses. 
So four and uh, what would that be? Five and four. But uh, that's just the early my early hunch. Hmm. I Man, I like what I see out of this football team so far. Sure, I do. But we got still got to figure out who the quarterback is. Is there another wide receiver option besides Devin Tompkins? Uh, and then prediction number five. Excuse me, prediction number four. Uh, Aggies finish eight and five and win their bowl game. That'd be nice. Okay, so give me the schedule, will ya? Okay, conference included. Help me out here. Conference? Do you want the whole thing? The whole thing. All right. Uh, we're starting off with at Washington State. That's a loss. Uh, we are hosting North Dakota. That's we're one and one. Yep, and then we're going to be at Air Force. I don't know, two and one. One and two. Okay. Okay, and then we got Boise and BYU back-to-back at home. So Boise's going to be a tough one. BYU's a wild card. They lose a ton of talent and got a new new OC. We're beating BYU. That would be so great. That's the quickest way to win a a fan base over. Through October, Aggies are one and five. And then we're at UNLV. Wow, really? Okay, I have this at Dang. two and three, three and two, two and three. Excuse me, not one and five, one and four. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, all right. Okay, and then after BYU, we're at UNLV. That's a win. I think that's a win. Hosting Colorado State. Uh, uh it's always shaky. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna go win. I didn't uh, initially have a lot of respect for their coach, but they seem to be getting along okay out there. Yeah, right now. Uh, hosting Hawaii should be a uh, win. Should be a win at New Mexico State. That's a win. win. At San Jose State. Uh, I don't that know. scares me. I th- yeah, I think we're going to. They had a great year last year. I don't know how much of their piece talent's that together. coming back. Yeah. Uh, hosting Wyoming. I don't like. <laughs> Wyoming scares me. Every year they scare me. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we finish up the season regular anyway at New Mexico. I think that's a Should win. Should be a win. All right. So they said eight and five. Yeah. I'll say seven and six. Initially, I think seven and six is probably a little more plausible. But guess what? Seven and six gets you to a bowl game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, likelihood of prediction: hard to see happening, but the Aggies could surprise. Wow, what a hot take! Yeah, yeah. For me, just the biggest hangups for me are: I don't, I don't know what BYU is going to look like. I don't know what Colorado State is going to look like, and I don't know what San Jose State is going to look like. Those are the biggest wild cards for me that could determine what my season prediction is going to be for the Aggies. I just don't have enough data right now. Uh, And then prediction number five, Utah State gets a 1,000-yard rusher and finds receivers to make plays. Look, um, I liked what I saw in the spring scrimmages with some of the uh, other running backs. We didn't see Devontae Henry Cole in the blue-white scrimmage. We did see Noah. We did see... Um, Nawahine, we saw a couple other guys get some chances at, at running the ball. And what I saw, I liked. I think uh, DHC coming back is a, definitely a good thing. Huge thing. But uh, I guess to get a 1,000-yard rusher, you need one stud. Yeah. And I think Utah State has a, a, a variety of good running backs. I don't know that Utah State has a stud that yeah. will carry the rock a lot. I think it'll be to some degree by committee. I think DHC will probably be the lead, but I don't know if he's going to be a thousand yard rusher. 
And we'll remember, they were a very fast-paced offense, too. So I don't know how, I mean, maybe that running game does come into effect every now and then, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they're, they're going to have to be very successful on offense to be very successful on defense with, when they run that kind of an offense. Okay, but outside of the, the running back, the other point here about uh, receivers making plays, Devin Tompkins was electric yeah, you, in the spring. You know what you're going to get out of him. So exciting, but so fun. It's, but it's but the guys, exactly. It's Scarver. You kind of wonder where it's going to where, where you're going to get from him. Carson Terrell should be all right. Um, Jordan Nathan. You know what you're going to get from Jordan Nathan time and time again. Um, Justin, and, and dude, that McGriff kid he could be so good. I, I think he's got the physical abilities. I just but the IQ part really scares me because he's had struggle with that. Right, the work ethic. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. If he decides he's going to go and he wants to go out, make it make it work. I think he'll be, be a great really partner. good. Yeah, that is a worrisome for me as well. Cody, do we need to take a break? Yeah, we're going to fit in one more break so that we can fit in our pick six at the end of the hour. All right. Uh, we do have a couple other texts that have come through as well, so we'll get some of your other bold predictions. On our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, right here on the Full Court Press. So I gave my wife three tulips. She said, three tulips? I said, yeah, and here's a fourth one for free. She wasn't really impressed, but she said, have you been stealing your ideas from Discount Tire and Automotive again? I said, maybe. Because the Spring Spectacular sale is back, and when you buy three tires, you get a fourth tire absolutely free. Discount Tire and Automotive scours the competition to make sure no one beats their deals, online or in-store. So grab three great all-season radial tires at rock-bottom prices and get the fourth tire free on select brands. Short on cash? Use their layaway program or take advantage of six months no-interest OAC. They also have no-credit check financing. Make all your tire and service reservations on online 24-7 at webtires.net. Cure your budget pains today with the Spring Spectacular Sale at Discount Tire. 885 North Main in Logan, 110 South Highway 165 in Providence, and 728 South Main in Smithfield. Discount Tire. So much more than a tire store. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, that's Eric France, I'm Ajay Salveson, Cody Olson running the board today here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Uh, we got some text messages on our Gil Morgan's text line. Again, 435-339-0321. Uh, this came in the last hour, uh, but this is from 9315. My bold, the Aggies beat BYU in basketball and football in the same year. We have a nine-win season in football. I like it. I like that. Uh, 5879, uh, Aggie football is going to dominate eight-plus wins. <laughs> it's great. It's good. Uh, let's see. This is from 9310. No way we beat Air Force. It's this staff's first year against an option. That does concern me concerned. very heavily. Absolutely. And like, I, I don't know if uh, Coach Anderson is – has he coached against triple option teams when he's been down where he's at? I don't know. But even like I need to ask him. I mean, it, practicing against it with your scout team is just not even close to doing it against Air Force on the field in a game. You know, Matt Wells, give him credit. He he knew how to coach and prepare oh, for man. Air Force. Yeah. He spent significant time in fall camp, even if it wasn't a game in, that you'd play until November. Yeah. He spent significant time in fall camp with his kids preparing them for it. Uh, this is a question from 5634. What do you guys know about the Michigan transfer, Hunter Reynolds? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> hadn't done a whole... I'll be honest, I haven't done a whole ton of studying on him. He's a safety, right? The defensive back, is that him? If I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't... I haven't done a heck of a whole lot looking at his background and what he brings. We'll have to do that research for you. Yes. Yeah. He's got, I mean, he's, he's only six foot, 192, so he doesn't have a ton of size on him. Uh, from the 24-7 sports report I read, good speed, uh, can cover field, can cover a lot of grass very quickly, which is good. Uh, you're going to need that. Um, and he's physical. That's about all I know of him. Uh, all right, so those are bold predictions. We'll certainly have more when we get closer to uh, the fall when camp resumes. And uh, when we find out a little bit more about Colorado State, BYU, and San Jose State, Man, what they're there, going to look like. There's a brutal stretch again that year, you know, with or this year with that Boise State, Air Force, BYU. Yes. Death row, yeah. Uh, all right, so Mondays, it's a good chance to reflect on the weekend that was. And one of the ways we do that is in our pick six. So, intern Cody. Yes. How did it go? The much anticipated, awaited pick six. If he wins, you're you're paying him up. <laughs> I ain't paying him this time. Oh, this is going to be good. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Let's go through it really quick. Um, who has more runs in the Padres Dodgers series? Oh, I actually didn't look. That, I just thought who won the series. I didn't actually know that one. Are you kidding me? No, I I read it wrong. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you did read it. What well, the heck is your? Oh, geez. my bad. I'll have to look that up. Did uh, you have that? Didn't you have that, AJ? I had one job. Yeah, I wrote that line, and your your job is to yeah, have no, that you line. No, no, no. I know you, you wrote the about line it on the show oh, today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, who had more? Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah. Uh, geez. Had like thirty-two, scribble. thirty. Uh, Padres did. Oh, okay. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. All three of us got it. Nice. Oh, awesome. Wow. Cool. Nice, so dumb. Steph Curry points versus. Um, I wrote down the Nets. Whoever gave me this line, they did not play the Nets. Um, they played uh, Denver was or Sacramento. That was you. Oh my gosh, guys! Either way, um, he got more than twenty-eight and a half in both of the games against Denver and Sacramento. You guys both lost. I won. Um, so he's up uh, one. By the way, I'm up one. It's two to one. 
And this is a brutal stretch. Ben Simmons plus minus versus Bucks has not played and has uh, been for four games out. <laughs> so you guys had some really good lines. It was great. Uh, Joel, that's on. Wait, no, that's on me. Joel Embiid points versus Milwaukee line set at uh, twenty nine and a half. Uh, he had twenty four. Everyone took the over. Oh, bummer. Weber State versus Southern Illinois. I hate you so bad right now. Weber State giving up six and a half. Everybody oh. took the over. Lost. Oh, poor Wildcat. Yeah. Oh, well. They lost, by the way. Yep. Uh, 80 points at Dallas Saturday. Line set at 18 and a half. Uh, it was 17. You two both took the under. I took the over. We are tied going into the tiebreaker round. Oh, man. Oh, boy. You guys remember what the what the question was for the tiebreaker Something round? was even or odd. That's all yes. I can remember. That's it. 93. Eric won the pick six for this week. Me and Ate lost. Son of a... Papers in the air. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Celebration. <laughs> he won on a 50-50 chance. Gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> This is bull crap. <laughs> well, you got to pay him up, Cody. Yeah, what more could I have done for my vineyard? Nothing. That sucks. Feels good to be right so much. All How much time do we got, Cody? All the time. Uh, we got two minutes. Okay, so prediction for tonight. Jazz Wolves. Jazz by 12. Minnesota by 18. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm curious. Hey, do the, the Suns win Jazz, tonight? Jazz line is uh, uh, Jazz favored by ten. Okay, well that don't go by those lines because obviously Jazz like to play against the line. Suns? Did they beat the Knicks? Uh, the Knicks currently in the first quarter. Suns have just called a full timeout. <laughs> Knicks lead fifteen to five. It's a rough start for Phoenix. I think I think Phoenix loses tonight. They yeah. they worked so hard. And they lost to uh, Brooklyn. New York's one of the hottest teams going. Um, I don't know that they'd have a defensive answer for Julius Randle. Yeah, that's true. He's a problem. Good body size guy. Uh, yeah, I, I got the Wolves winning tonight. Cody, what do you got? Uh, I've got Jazz. I've got the Jazz by seven. Here's another one to watch. Clippers at Pelicans. That's a big one. Clippers currently favored by a point and a half in <laughs> New Orleans. Paul George has been on an absolute tear. He's making the oh, case he's for an MVP. Yeah. Um, I think that that the Clippers do have some meat in the middle to contend with Zion, but I'm a little surprised that Clippers by one and a half is all. I would pick. I'd take the Clippers to cover. Oh, easily versus New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Unless somebody's not playing. Ten seconds, guys. All right. Well, uh, that does it for today's show. Tomorrow we'll have a Go stat Jazz. player. Go Timberwolves. <laughs> Really go Timberwolves. That's not That's allowed. It. Wow. <laughs>